0: Good morning. All right. <clears throat> Romans. I'm really excited about this. This is this is a uh, I've preached some of Romans. I've preached a little bit here and there and out of Romans, but I have never sat down and worked through the whole book of Romans before. So this is this is exciting for me. I know Chris was pretty excited when we gathered together and we kind of yeah. were working through some, some things and we were like, yeah, we're going to really try to get into this. And Romans is a big book of scripture. Right? Sometimes it seems so big that it feels really challenging to read. It feels kind of daunting to study if we're not careful. And it can become overwhelming for some. And and there are commentaries about Romans that are literally written in volumes. And that becomes really tricky, right? And and I've heard of pastors taking years to preach through the book of Romans. I assure you, Chris and I don't have any plan in that. Uh, we're hoping to keep it to about, till about Labor Day weekend, and, that, and that's about it. We're, we're not wanting to go much further than that. But Romans is one of those books of Scripture that you never really finish, right? That's what's so neat about Romans, that it, you read it and you read it and you read it, and, and you may finish a study in Romans, but the book of Romans is never really finished with you, Right? That there's so much to happen in, in there as you're looking at it. And and, and the neat thing about Romans is that the big things happen when people read and study the book of Romans. Lives are changed, churches are changed, concepts within scripture are, are opened up to you and they're made clear. Like you haven't ever seen them before. You've never just realized like there's these just boom, moments, light bulbs, flash, these sorts of things. And, and I pray that God's grace floods us that way, that God's grace challenges us this way, and God's grace changes us as individuals and as a church as we read and study Romans together. So go ahead and open up your Bibles. Let's take a quick look at Romans chapter 1, verses 1 through 17. I say a quick look. We'll see. Baptist preachers always say, oh, well, just it'll be a short little message today, and... Everybody goes, brother, don't you know lying is a sin? I'm just saying. All right. Romans chapter 1, starting with verse 1. Paul, a servant of Christ Jesus, called to be an apostle, set apart for the gospel of God, which he promised beforehand through his prophets in the Holy Scriptures concerning his son to all those in Rome who are loved by God and called to be saints. Grace and peace from God our Father and, our, and the Lord Jesus Christ. First, I want to thank my God through Jesus Christ for all of you because your faith is proclaimed in all the world. For God is my witness whom I serve in, with my spirit in the gospel of his Son without, that without ceasing I mention you always in my prayers, asking in order that I may reap some harvest among you, as well as among the rest of the Gentiles. I am, under gobl- I am under obligation to both Greeks and to barbarians, both to the wise and to the foolish, so I am eager to preach the gospel to you who are in Rome. Oh, this part. For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For in it, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith for faith. As it is written, the righteous shall live by faith. Would you pray with me? Father, we thank you so much for this day you've given us. We thank you for this time we have to be here in fellowship with one another. And this time we have to be in the book of Romans. Father, I pray just those things I mentioned earlier that that your grace would flood us, you would challenge us, you would change us as individuals, you would change us as a church as we go through this sermon series, that that today you would start that change, that that you would put me aside and let your words shine, and that we may hear them, receive them, and act on them. Father God, I pray that as we we enter into this time of, of worshiping through the Word, you would just speak clearly to us through your Word. Convict us, draw us close to You, and have us seek obedience to the Word and to You. And it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right, so let's get just a real quick background on Romans. It's kind of weird to think, because sometimes when we look at New Testament Scripture, that everything feels like it was just kind of, boom, There right the gospels okay then there's these then there's acts all right that's a little bit of church history and now there's these letters that paul wrote and then okay then we get to to hebrews which isn't a pauline letter but it feels like one sometimes and then, but that's a whole another thing and then we get these other letters and then there's revelation and then everything ends like it feels like that sometimes as we're reading it but there's time that's passing right it's it's we don't see that time passing sometimes when we read scripture it's it's weird to think that there's that much time sometimes passing, that that Paul is 20 years into his ministry when he's writing the book of Romans. When he's writing this letter, he's about 20 years into it, and he's writing it from the stay that he has in Corinth, where he's about three months kind of